Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about finding your number one missing piece in your running injury recovery. Now, before we get started in this episode, if you're confused and you're not sure exactly what's wrong with you or what you can do, I actually did something recently. It was a presentation that we had called 12 Steps to rapid recovery from running injuries. And so this was a live presentation where I went through in order what I actually do with every single person who calls me for a consultation. So this is worth listening to. So it's only up for a limited time. We're gonna have some replays available. I think I did live, but if you got the invitation, you missed it, I'm sorry, but we do have some replays available because I got lots of emails afterwards asking for it for the people that actually couldn't show up for one reason or another. So we will have those available. If you want to get it, you can go to docontherun.com slash 12 steps and you should be able to access it there if it's still live whenever you're listening to this. That's one thing that might be really useful for you if you are confused. So let's cue up the theme song and then we'll get right into the episode. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. Think about what happens when you start running. You decide you want to run, that's the first step. You make a decision, then you go out and you actually run. And then you realize it's really hard to run. So you run a little bit, maybe you walk a little, run a little, you alternate, then you run more than you walk, and then eventually you're really running. And then what do you do? You start adding some things to supplement your running training. You start stretching, you start maybe learning about nutrition, you modify your diet a little bit, you start paying more attention to your hydration when you're running, you start doing a recovery smoothie after you run, you start sleeping better, you start really paying more to maybe your nutrition and your fueling during your runs. You start working on your running form, maybe a hire a coach, maybe do a little speed work, you start doing some strength training to supplement your running fitness, and then you even start working on your pacing strategies for your races. These are all things that are important pieces, but thinking about your pacing strategy when you haven't even started running is a really bad idea. It's not gonna be very helpful. So it doesn't matter what you think about pacing if you can't actually run the whole distance. I've talked to runners all the time on webcam consultations, in the runner's aid station where they call me and they just ask questions. And what I see over and over is that people are always looking for the sort of idea of like, they're not really a runner, but they're thinking about pacing strategies, or they're just thinking about you know a hope that there's gonna be sort of one treatment, one pill, one thing that's gonna help them. You know, Should I take ibuprofen? Well, I don't know, what is your goal? Do you just want the pain to feel less obvious when you run, but not really treat the injury? That'd be one way to do it. It's not a great plan, but that is a way. And then I get questions like, should I take collagen? Maybe if you need collagen supplementation and if it's gonna actually help your ligament heal or sort of boost the process in the stress fracture healing at the beginning, do you need vitamin D? Maybe if you have a vitamin D issue or you're trying to heal something that requires vitamin D to heal it. But there are lots of pieces. The way that you sleep matters. The amount of protein that you're taking in typically matters. The stretching that you're doing to actually loosen up the structures around the injury that can be very helpful. Meditation can be helpful to reduce your overall stress. Neuromuscular retraining can help you really get the muscles firing in a more coordinated way to protect you better as you're returning to running. 
so that you're putting less stress and strain on the injured tissue. The balance that you have, the balance training that you do, that actually lets you maintain more stability so you don't wobble and load things asymmetrically really matters. And the, the muscle strengthening that you're doing, the things that you do to strengthen the muscles around that injured part to better support it so it's less likely to get overstressed and re-injured actually matters. Visualizing the tissue healing can really be helpful to actually boosting your body's ability to mobilize the materials and the building blocks to actually get that tissue to repair. Those things all matter. And a lot of people really want to know about those things. And they wanna know about visualization. So they'll ask me questions on Runner to Age Station about that or about specific ways to boost their protein. But you have to think about what is your number one missing piece. Maybe you have all the pieces in a row. You've done all the stuff that you can do to take the stress and strain off the tissue. Maybe you're doing all the stuff that you really need to do to modify your nutrition in a way that will actually optimize your healing. Maybe you're really paying attention to your sleep, but maybe you're missing the one big missing piece. And maybe that is something like trying to better offload the stress fracture so that you're not beating it up so much when you run. Maybe you need to decrease some of the strain on the Achilles tendon. Maybe you need to lower the tension on the plantar plate ligament. Maybe you have to just position your foot a little bit differently when you're running so that there is actually less load on the plantar fascia if that's what's been injured. But you really have to try to identify the big missing piece. And if you go back to that running analogy and you think about this, okay, if you're running and you're stretching and you modify your diet and all that, well, what are you gonna do next? What is the next piece that's actually gonna make the biggest boost in your strength? And that's really the same process that we're talking about. So you have to really think about the things that your doctor has told you to do, the things that you know are gonna actually help you recover faster, and then figure out what is the next most important thing you can do right now to make sure that it's starting to heal, you're starting to recover, and you're getting back on track as fast as possible. And one of the ways you can do that is you can check out the 12 steps presentation I put together for you. What it is is it's basically the 12 steps to running injury recovery that I work through with you. If you call me for a consultation, a second opinion, or a webcam visit, it's the way that I think about injuries and what you have to do stepwise right from the beginning to really get back to running as quickly as possible. You can go to docontherun.com slash 12 steps and you can sign up there. And I'll see you in the training.